0: And I remember telling Hallie Jackson, the reporter at NBC News, that I was going to have to tell my brother now. And she said, your brother didn't now?
1: From Wyoming Public Media, this is Human Nature. Real stories where humans and our habitat meet. I'm Caroline Ballard. This time... We'll hear about a woman with a secret. Tanya Hansen still remembers the day she was diagnosed with breast cancer like it was yesterday. It
0: was October 2nd, and it was about 10 o'clock in the morning. I'd had a mammogram before that and then some needle biopsies that are just absolutely awful. And went in to see the the, uh, gynecologist, and he said, it's breast cancer. And I just burst into tears And then the power went out. So we sat there in the dark and he said, you're gonna have to come back in a couple hours because they've split a main line. So then I drove around for a couple of hours, wasting time until I could go back and talk more about cancer and what my options were. It was awful. It was the worst day of my entire life. once you get a cancer diagnosis, you feel like you have an invader in your body. I felt a betrayal. You know, why me? Why did my body attack me? And then I was terrified as well because all the time I had the notion, if anybody finds out I have cancer, I'm an attorney. And so it's a very small world. And I didn't want clients to think I was gonna be dying and I'd lose all my business. So I couldn't tell anybody. And I was afraid of people that I did tell, if they would tell anybody. It, w- it was a an incredibly lonely time in my life.
1: About a month after her diagnosis, Tanya had surgery. She drove from home in a small town in Wyoming to a cancer center in Billings, Montana.
0: November 8th, I had um Double mastectomy, both breasts removed, and then immediate reconstruction. Making the decision to remove was easy. The after effects, though, the, the scarring, the scars hurt. Um, every now and then, they'll just hurt. So every day, it's a, it's a reminder of cancer because um, the scarring is pretty
1: significant. All the while, Tanya wasn't letting on that she was sick. When she had her surgery, she only took a week off work. Most people wouldn't have even known anything was wrong. So who did you tell that you had cancer?
0: Um, My very first phone call was to my significant other. And then my next phone call was to my daughter. And I couldn't call my mom because it was her birthday. So we had her birthday weekend, and then I told her. So those were the first three people, but I said, you can't tell anybody else. I have a client that is a dear, dear friend, and I told him um, because he knew something was a little off with me. And then I told my law partner, and that was it. Wow.
1: Yeah, five people. And, and those were the only five for a year and a half? Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. I did a good job keeping a secret.
0: Lawyers can keep secrets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then a few months after the surgery, Tonya went to a picnic for cancer survivors at the hospital in Billings.
0: And they had a booth, and there was casting for recovery booth, and it's fly fishing for breast cancer survivors.
1: Tanya thought a retreat in Montana would be perfect, because no one from Wyoming would be there, and her secret would still be safe. So she applied to casting for recovery in Montana.
0: And I got an email that said, you can't come to the Montana retreat, you have to go to Wyoming. And I remember thinking, no, because there will be Wyoming people there, and maybe then people, somebody will find out. But I went ahead and applied to Wyoming. I found out I got accepted.
1: I was so excited. So, on a summer day, Tanya packed up her bags and headed to a ranch at the foot of the Wind River Mountains.
0: Beautiful mountains, um, cows grazing in the pastures, blue skies the entire time. We had rain one evening. It was just nature at its supreme being.
1: Had you ever fly-fished before?
0: I had not. I had not, and I'm hooked. I am absolutely hooked. I call it my new meditation therapy. What was it like to learn? Fly fishing's hard. I did not realize it's so technical. You have to know what the fish are eating, so you have to know about bugs and the life cycle of bugs. You have to know how to tie knots. And then we went out into a yard and actually practiced casting with a piece of yarn at the end of our line because it's all very, very technical and it's all about timing. So if you go too far, your line's gonna end up in the weeds behind you. If you use your wrist instead of your whole arm, your line's just gonna wrinkle up in front of you. So in order to get that fly that weighs nothing into the water, you have to do absolutely everything right. And so the fly fishing, the actual casting motion of fly fishing, is a kind of an exercise for all of your arm muscles that is non-strenuous.
1: Can you tell me about your first fish?
0: My first fish on a fly. So when I got to Dubois, I had lunch, and then I went to a fly fishing shop, and I walked in and I said, I wanna buy a fly. I want a commemorative fly. So when we went out fishing, the guide tied on my fly, and then right over next to the shore, she says, see if you can get your fly over there. And instantly, one nabbed. And I jerked too fast, and I lost it. But the next time, I caught it, and I kissed my first fish. (laughs) It was the most spectacular two and a half days I have spent in a really, really long time. It was a remarkable experience because nobody was asking the cancer questions. We didn't talk about cancer. There was a cancer retreat where
1: nobody talked about cancer. Nobody talked about cancer. Except for NBC News.
0: About a week before we got there, we had information that potentially NBC News was going to show up to do a report. I was like, okay, no big deal. NBC News is not coming to Wyoming. I show up at the retreat and the director says, oh, by the way, NBC News is going to be here and we'd like you to be interviewed. I went, oh, crumb! if this airs, everybody's going to find out. This morning, we head out west, where some women
1: are learning a new skill, fly fishing. Yeah, and this is Hallie Jackson, explains how catching a fish and letting it go is helping these women heal. On Wyoming's Wind River, it's tough to find trout today. Not that Tanya Hansen minds. I
0: remember telling Hallie Jackson, the reporter at NBC News, that I was going to have to tell my brother now. And she said, your brother didn't know." I said, I, I couldn't tell my brother, because he might
1: tell someone else. After you told your secret to NBC What changed? Uh, it, I was nervous I was scared,
0: I was, scared what, I was still scared what people would think I was still fearful it would impact my business And I was more afraid to come back And have to tell my brother And have to explain to my brother why he didn't know and why I didn't feel like I could tell him. So when I I got back to town on uh, Sunday afternoon, I called my brother, and I said, we need to meet. He says, so, what's up? And I said, well, uh, I had breast cancer about a year and a half ago. And he said, what? And so I just kind of told him the story and apologized to him and told him I was really sorry. I said, I was, I. I couldn't, I couldn't tell people because I couldn't have people think that I was going to die. How did you feel
1: inside after that, that secret was out?
0: Uh, honestly, I kind of feel free now. It feels good to not have a secret anymore. How often do you still fly fish? Uh, I fish three to four times a week instead of staying at my office and finishing up that last project, at 5.30, I am out the door, I have my waders on, I have my vest on, and I'm headed to the water. There's a certain release that happens with you catching this living animal and then removing the fly without hurting him and letting him go back in the water. Sometimes you have to you know, kind of let them revive themselves and hold them in the water in order for them to go. So it's almost kind of a, a healing sensation to catch the fish, be exhilarated, and then say, okay, so go back to your life. And I know you're gonna need a little help, so let me help you survive.
1: How did the Casting for Recovery experience and retreat, how did that change you? Uh,
0: It changed me on a deep spiritual level. I was not out in nature until I went to that Casting for Recovery retreat and I got an appreciation for nature. When you look around and you've got grass growing and you've got trees surviving, you've got water flowing no matter what, we are part of that. And so when you can identify with nature, nothing seems impossible. I am more grateful for nature than I've ever been. Every morning I walk along Clear Creek, along a path. And I used to just walk. I used to just be full of my thoughts and full of everything. Now I walk along that creek and I look for fish. I look to see if the water levels are down. I look to see if water levels are up. I no longer look at at water as just being the creek that flows through town. It's now, it's a part of me. It's a part of me.
1: Our storyteller was Tanya Hansen. Today, she's cancer-free. You can learn more at castingforrecovery.org. I'm Caroline Ballard. This episode was produced by Ashton Hooker, Aaron Jones, Ryan Oberhelman, Anna Raider and Micah Schweitzer. The theme song is by Caught a Ghost. Human Nature is a production of Wyoming Public Media.
0: It's human